1: Happy Wednesday, Secret Squad. I'm Robin McGraw, and this is a brand new episode of I've Got a Secret. You all know that I love to entertain. I think it just might be my love language. Celebrity creative consultant Melissa Andre is renowned for her distinctively whimsical designs with an unexpected edge. Her client list includes Drake, Victoria Beckham, Louis Vuitton, and she landed in Special Event Magazine's list of most fascinating women. I'm not surprised about that. We've been talking for almost an hour already. (laughs) It's no wonder why I asked her to join me in the studio to talk about how she creates that perfect party, event, or wedding. Whatever it is that you are stressing about right now, she's here to spill some secrets. Her events are just gorgeous, and I can't wait to dive into what goes on behind the scenes of some of the most decadent and exclusive events around the world. This is The Secret to Partying Like a Pro. Oh, it's going to be so much fun today. It's going to be a party here, actually. Today, we're going to tell some secrets. So welcome. I'm so excited, Melissa. I am
0: so excited, even though it feels like we're in the second half of this. Interview because we've been finding all of our commonalities. I know. So we'll just keep going. It has been like a party, hasn't it? Yes, it first of all it looks like a party oh. in here. It literally looks like <laughs> a glamorous event. And I mean, I've always known that you love to entertain, so it's so exciting to talk to <laughs> someone who just like loves parties the way I do.
1: Thank you so much for all of you listeners out there. I meant it when I said, we have been visiting for almost an hour before we started the podcast. In fact, I finally said, okay, we've got to start the podcast because we're having too much fun. (laughs) And I want all of the squad out there to have as much fun as we're having right now. So we started the podcast. But I have to say... We have so much in common. Number one, we're twins. Both of us are twins. Yes. And we both have twin brothers. Yes.
0: How fun is that? We both of our, us and our twins have like names, like
1: alliteration. Our names, we're Mark and Melissa. Yes. And we're Robin and Roger. And it's just, you know, it's fun to find out things like this. It is. And we, we have both have this love for decor and fun and pretty and Everything that's describes entertainment.
0: Yeah. And celebrating. Yes. Yes. Celebration and joy. Yeah. And excitement. Exactly.
1: So your events are just to die for. <laughs> what would you say that your company's design style is?
0: Um, I always say, okay. My company is called Melisandre Design Company, so I abbreviate it to Madco because it's so many words. So if you ever say me, hear me say Madco, that's what it stands for. And I call the girls Madco team. I have an all-female team, um, and so we always say that Madco anything, any design that we produce, like for a party or an art installation or a product, it has to have like these four secret ingredients that kind of give us that aesthetic that we're known for and the first one is alchemy so it needs to feel like a bit magical you know the next one is luxury and that isn't just like the price tag it could be the level of service it could be like an exclusive venue that that doesn't usually host events so some sort of element of luxury you know and then there's a bit of unpredictability or edge so it's always like has a twist you know? And the last one is balance because I don't like or love when one of the qualities stands out so much more than the others. You know, I like for you to walk in and feel like, oh, I feel this is so luxurious. I'm so taken care of versus oh my, they must have spent a lot on flowers yes. or, you know what I mean? I, I, like when, I like when you walk in and you feel everything at the same time and you feel transported rather than picking one thing out. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's really like that So that you're not balance. overwhelmed
1: with one aspect of it. It's exactly. Everything comes together and just kind of wraps their arms around you. Yes. And kind of cradles you. Yeah,
0: I'm going to have, I'm going to take that for the next time I describe, yes. I write my bio or yeah, something yeah, and yeah. if you like it <laughs> the qualities yeah. wrap you around and put you to sleep I love it I love
1: it I love to be cradled I yes. love like to walk into a party and just just have the party just wrap its arms around you and cradle you and just give you joy yeah comfort the thing that's so
0: unique about parties and why I honestly love doing them and a lot of people have asked me oh why don't you do interior decor and Like the thing about parties is that you need to fall in love with that look and that feel for like six hours. Yes. And then the next day you can have a new vision, a new look, new feel, new aesthetic, new mystique. I love it. You know, and I love that about it. Like one day it's like eight people in Marrakesh, you know, and the yeah. next day it's 250 people in, you know, a ballroom oh. with a view of the water. And the next day it's like a baby's birthday oh, or something, you know. That. And and the next day it could be like an, an art gallery. You know, so there's so many different um looks and feels versus <sighs> usually when you're designing for a home, you think could I live with this for five years? Yes. Could I live with this for four years, 10 years, 12? And you don't have that restriction with parties.
1: I totally get it. Do you know I love change? And I totally understand what you're saying because Philip and I have been married for 45 years and I think he still hasn't really grasped the idea that he's going to walk in and something's (laughs) going to be changed. Something's going to be different because he does. He walks in the house and he'll go, was that here yesterday? Right. I'll go, no, no. I just, <laughs> I moved it from the other room or it's new because I love change so much. Yeah. I move things around in the house or I might want to recover something or redo something because you're right. I can't live with the same thing all the time for years and years. It's
0: like that little element of like unpredictability. There always needs to be a surprise,
1: yes. I feel like. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. When you first started considering an events business, what did you feel was missing within the field?
0: Well, I started um, and I worked in New York and I worked in the fashion industry and beauty industry doing events at that time. This was before social media. And so I was like producing these events that like no one really got to see. If you weren't an editor, you know, or someone who was like invited to sit at a fashion show, You just weren't able to like experience it. And they were so chic and the aesthetic was just so, you know, trend forward. And then alternatively, I would go to social events and they felt like, they weren't being designed by a designer and they felt like nothing surprised me about them. And like, this was many years ago, but you know, you would go to like a wedding and someone would say like, Oh, what are your wedding colors? And that was it. And you'd be like, Oh, pink and white, you know? And people would complain about how the food was boring and that, you know, you were waiting between this, this portion and that. And I just always thought I'm like, why don't There needs to be someone or there needs to be people who would love this fashion aesthetic at their wedding, at their birthday, in their, you know, at a cocktail party. And that's really what I started doing. I started thinking like, oh, my God, I've never been to a wedding that I would Feel like, ooh, I would do this. Yes. You know, and, yes. and when I started doing events, that was like literally what I was trying to do. I was like, <sighs> I I have all these secrets from working in, yes. in fashion and and I want to bring that trend
1: forward,
0: fashion, you know, edgy aesthetic yes. to every type
1: of event. Oh, I just love that because I know what you're talking about if you go to someone's wedding. And all weddings should be about the bride and groom. Of course. But when you do go to someone's wedding and it's so just about them Mm -hmm. that you're like, you feel like an outsider or maybe that you've intruded on their wedding. So I would like to have a wedding where when we're out taking our photos or something, Mm -hmm. that everyone feels like they should be there and they're having fun. Yeah. Because I always worry if I'm having a party or doing something I want everyone to always be entertained. Right, because you're always a good host. Be entertained, and especially at a wedding.
0: Right. And so I, I love that you said that. I sometimes think about how the wedding ceremony is for the bride and groom, but mm-hmm. the reception is for the guests. True. You know, so you kind of like separate it out yes. or something mentally, you know, and as you're kind of like making decisions and... Really, you are inviting all these people to celebrate with you, and you have to take care of them and, you know, think about what would
1: make their time memorable. Yes, yeah, yes. not just waiting for you to have your photo taken outside with your family and your friends and your wedding party as you should, but while you're doing that, make sure they're entertained and they're yeah. having fun.
0: Well, that's why the first look has become so popular is when the bride and groom or whoever is getting married, bride and bride, whoever. Yeah. They um, they see one another before the ceremony. Then they take all of their photos. So by the time the yeah. guests arrive for the ceremony, the couple can just cocktail with everyone oh, and it. go straight into the party rather than having that two hours in between yes. where everyone just feels like they're in a waiting room yes. and the good food hasn't come out I or, you know, whatever it is. That's I'm like glad why that, that's become yeah. so popular. I'm glad
1: that's over with. It's yeah. Like, come on, let's get. Rid of that one tradition where you can't see each other before. Yeah,
0: I love it too. You've been living together for two years. I. I know. And like, you see so many trends finally kind of starting to dissolve because the, at the time that they were not trends, but traditions at the time that they, you know, were put in place, people were getting married so much younger. They were moving right out of their mom's house. They, you know, they even showers, you know, it was so different. Like the, the tradition of like a A bridal shower was for a completely different purpose than it is now, you know. So finally, some of those things, once you kind of like explain them to people, start to trickle away. I love that. I love that.
1: What are your techniques to capture a certain type of mood?
0: Oh, gosh. Well, you know, when we start planning with any couple, I send our initial, you know, questionnaire and it's like very long and so I always tell every couple or every client it could be a corporate client too to like you know grab a glass of wine glass of champagne a latte you know whatever the thing is and really like take their time with it and in this questionnaire I never will say show me a party that you like I always ask about like tell me where you like to travel what's your favorite restaurant what's your favorite meal um what are your favorite hotels do you have a favorite movie and I swear I take so much about like who they are from knowing, ooh, like they love James Bond or like, ooh, she loves Marie Antoinette or, you know, much more than I would take if if they just said, oh, well, I like this event because it's a bit limiting to say, Uh well, go on the internet and find me someone else's party Uh that you love. I'd rather you kind of paint a picture of what you're like and then I kind of use my aesthetic and my production team and and then my ideas also to kind of give you something even better than that oh, I love you know it. rather than expecting someone who's only been thinking about their party for a little while to have all the ideas this is all I do uh-huh. and I've been doing it for like 15 years so you know I always want to take whatever they say and kind of elevate it and surprise them so Even though they're giving me a jump off point, like they feel like a guest at the wedding. You know, I love when they walk in and they're like, oh, I was not expecting that. Oh, I love
1: it. I love it. So I would probably tell you, and I'm not uh, expecting you to plan a party right now. Well, maybe let's try. Let's see. I would probably (laughs) tell you I've... I am crazy about Marilyn Monroe. I love Marilyn Monroe. Right. I love Paris. Mm -hmm. I love country music. So like none of that really goes together, but it would be things like that. Like I don't drink champagne. Right. But I love tequila. So it's, it's kind of crazy how some of my loves, but I think you're such an expert, I could probably take that questionnaire and have a ball with it. Exactly. So I think that's a brilliant idea. Give them a long questionnaire.
0: And you know, I would like even think about, okay, she loves Marilyn Monroe. She loves like a bit of like drama and kind of that like old Hollywood vibe. Before we even get to the party, let's make like the front of the party or like the entrance have that feel like, you know, so you can even start bringing things up. Like you You may be thinking, what's the dinner table in the back? But I may even bring up like, oh, before we get to the dinner, yes. we need to talk about like the entrance oh, or, you know, that. have people come in and there's like this, I don't know, amazing row of waiters with all these like oh. fat tequilas, but in champagne coops or something, oh, you know? You, we would just think of different things like that and make sure that like, even though you're such a hostess and you know what you like, that even you are like, I was like surprised. Oh, then I yeah you want to feel like a guest at your own party. Yes.
1: I've had parties before where every time the guest arrives, they have to do a shot of yes. tequila. <laughs> well,
0: straight straight to the point. Right, we're making front door. sure every, everyone is ready every, they're to party. offered a
1: shot of tequila. They don't have to do it, yes, but, yes. But I always like to start a party like
0: that. Well, first things first.
1: Okay, so I read <laughs> that you think all events are like an art installation, yeah. and then you add food and music. What a great way to summarize it. I love that. Yeah,
0: I uh, maybe that's like comes from when I worked in fashion, but you know, you look at like a fashion show and it's like a set And then you add the models and then you add the music and, you know, the whole thing comes together. And I think about parties like that, too, you know, like we may build like a gorgeous ceiling installation and mirror the floor or, you know, do something like so unique. And then it's like this beautiful space. And then all you have to add is parties is sorry music and food but if you took out the music and food you would be in a gallery that type of thing yeah that's
1: beautiful yeah that's so beautiful does food and music come after the decor or does it all happen together for you so we have I mean I am
0: a designer really like at heart so I really focus on the decor in terms of like my team and who does what. But we have like a process. It's called like the Madco method. And it's seven, it's six to seven phases, depending on how complex your party is. Uh And we have like a system in place of what comes first, second, third, fourth. And it's like a hundred things long. And it's like a very tried, tested and true system that we use for, you know, really for a reason from kind of like years of doing this. Like we need to know, how many people are in the band before we design the stage. We need to design the stage before we get the lighting right. And, you know, we go down that list. So, in fact, uh, food, booking your food does come before design in the madco method because just logistically Uh you need to secure a caterer and a staff especially right now because there's major labor shortages Uh you need to secure them before you go into design but that's just because madco produces our own designs Uh so depending you may switch that up depending on what city you're in um and also what your focus is you know i I talked to two brides today and they were having it was so funny because they were explaining complete opposite descriptions. And one of them was like, do I need to have a full a full bar? Like, I just want this long, long dinner. And, you know, um, this like gorgeous slow dance and then everyone to go home. And then I had this other bride that was like, well, listen, we're flying in this DJ and I just need to make sure that the venue will allow us to stay open until 4am. I don't even care what we're eating, you know? So we do cater and tailor the process to the client. Oh, that's so
1: cute. And so it must be so much fun to visit with so many different people that their main goal is to have fun, though. Their main goal is to have fun. And then you get to hear all of these different types of visions.
0: Everyone, it's like the opposite of going to the dentist. Yeah. Everyone is very excited to see us. Oh, I'll tell you, when I add new people to the team, it's one of the first things everyone says. I'm like, how was the site visit? And they go, well, it was great. Everyone was just so excited to see me. And yeah. it's because you're planning their party, you know? Oh so, gosh. yeah, it's like a nice, a nice uh, feeling all the time when we're with our clients.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm making just keep ar- it simple. Uh, I'm making the
0: promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Brav Bros. Two guys that talk about Bravo.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Brav
0: Bros. No. Oh. Dude, stop with the voice. Just the vo- keep it simple.
1: I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here. If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try
0: to do it with your voice. Bravo, bros. Good job.
1: Lions. Well, we've mentioned bar, we've mentioned champagne, we've mentioned drink yes. a couple of times already, and yes. I just have to tell you that with this podcast, we do two things with every podcast. Okay, we do a drink of the day. Yes, and so we're going to do that now. Okay, because I just feel like it's a great time. I feel like I'm at work.
0: This is great. <laughs> right. It's really a party in here.
1: So, in honor of your gorgeous bloom box business, yes. which I'm going Thank to have you. you tell the listeners all about. Yes. I've created the Ooh. bloom. Oh, my So this goodness. drink is the perfect cocktail for entertaining. It has two ounces of vodka, one-half ounce of rose syrup, one-half ounce St. Germain, and one-half ounce of lemon juice. And it has Brut Champagne. And one edible flower, if you'll notice, it's gorgeous. You start by shaking the vodka syrup, Saint Germain, and lemon juice. Pour into a martini glass, and I'm not talking a small one. I'm talking, as you can see, a large one. <laughs> Top with champagne and stir. Add an edible flower for a special touch and enjoy. So, cheers!
0: Cheers! I love this. The smell. <gasps> oh, of this it? cocktail. Yeah, it, can it just smell,
1: beautiful? Yes,
0: the rose.
1: Oh, my gosh. So for all of you listeners, you can go to I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com, and you can see what I'm talking about. You can see this drink already created in this beautiful champagne glass, and we have the recipe on there as well. And So I'm going to say cheers. I say I, I don't drink champagne, but I'm going to certainly sip this. Well, great. Cheers. Mm. Oh, wow. It's so delicious and so beautiful.
0: Although it's amazing.
1: Oh, it's so good. Wow. It smells, you're right, it smells delicious. Yeah, it smells like so so fragrant from the rose. Yes. So, okay, tell me, what is your advice on how to best allocate an event budget? Is there an element that you feel requires more resources? Okay,
0: this is, you know, I just made actually a... um, during quarantine i decided to put the madco method on paper and i put it for sale as a digital download in my shop like i just never had time before covid to start writing all of these things down so yes. i put the madco method in a document and i put like all of my best tips and tricks in a document Wonderful. and i made a a budget document <gasps> as well of really how i like to allocate things generally but i have a tip here And that is that you should look at your budget and look at your party and think about the time that you're spending in each space when you're deciding how much money you're going to spend on different elements. So if you are going to spend 30 minutes, let's say, in a ceremony or maybe an hour-long cocktail over here, but then you're having a three-hour dinner or maybe you're having a six-hour after party, I look at that when I'm divvying up. The budget, yes. if that makes sense. Yes. So really, rather than just saying, for flowers, I'm going to spend 15% of my budget, mm-hmm. break that down into what spaces you're in and spend more on the spaces that you're going to be in the longest. Yes,
1: that's a great way to think about it. Yeah. So your six hour after party you would want to have more of your budget focused there.
0: Right. Because you're going to be there for six hours, unless you're not having an after party. True. And you're all about like that cocktail party in yeah. the garden. Yeah. And you want this long cocktail party in a garden and there's fountains.
1: Like maybe that's oh, where wow. you want to spend your budget. Yeah. So, so you want to set the mood at the very beginning. So you're going to have more of an ambiance there with candles and flowers and yeah. whatever. But it's
0: so, it's just like a, a way sometimes if people are deciding, like, should I spend, this much on, you know, flowers for my table? Or should I do this entry piece? Sometimes I'll think about, you know, if you have to choose, people are going to walk by this entry piece, they're only going to see it for five minutes. Yes. But the dinner, they're seating for four or five courses. That's like about three hours. I think we should spend more at the dinner. Yes. So
1: yeah, I love that. That's wonderful. To so what is a common mistake that people make when planning a party?
0: I just wrote this down in my, like, I called it like tips and tricks from my 15 years planning events. I I I like wrote down every, I had time off. Can you tell? And uh, and so there
1: were some really good things about quarantine.
0: (laughs) Yes. I was like, let me just make all these documents. People are always asking me this. And this is like a really interesting tip. This is for a wedding. Specifically for a wedding tip. Okay. Okay. When the bride and groom or the couple Is booking their hotel room for the night, let's say, they must put and they should put someone else's name on the reservation because that person should check in first. They should get a copy of the key. They should put the card down. Otherwise, you have at two o'clock in the morning this bride and groom in the lobby at some hotel looking for, they never can find their wallet because, you know, they're in their tux. They don't have their ID. They, like, it's always this weird moment. They don't have a card with them. And then this way, the person can come to the wedding. They can give them the key and they can just go right
1: in the elevator. Oh, and if it's really a dear friend, they can go ahead. They could set the lighting. exactly. They can have their things there for them. Yes. Everything is set for them. Yes,
0: even for <gasps> gifts. They can leave oh. halfway through the reception, make sure all the gifts are locked up. They can just do all those things so that the couple oh. can just come home, <gasps> you know, go to the hotel at the end of the night. I've even had someone, because they saw that the bride and groom were not eating because they were out. Yeah. And and then we thought maybe we should send some like hors d'oeuvres yes. and like cake yes. to the room. Some so the we room like cake. laid out this spread oh. and then the bride oh. was texting me. She's like, I didn't eat all night and I'm so happy to have this oh. food. And like the kitchen is closed in the hotel. I'm like, we saw you not eating. And we thought the worst <gasps> that can happen is that they toss I have, this.
1: I have chills. I have body chills because <laughs> so, I think that's brilliant. I think that is a such really a brilliant tip. tip.
0: And people are, are always thinking about the event and it's really hard to think about after the event, because you're leading up to the event. Yes. So I always like try and remind people like, okay, your wedding cake is coming in, for example, but if you want to keep it, how's it getting out? Yes. Do we need to bring a container for it, a glass container, a box, because, It's just, like, not um, a forethought for a lot of people, you know? They bring this huge eight-tier cake or whatever, even a two-tier cake. And then you have, like, the mother who's like, oh, I would love to take this cake. And I'm like, should I just hand it to you, like, in your hands yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. to go
0: in the on car. Your lap? Yeah, but. so I have like this list of things that I go through and I'm like, okay, do we, do you want to take the cake? Let me get you a container for it ahead of time. Are you staying in a hotel? Let me get someone to check in for you so we can hand you the key and sometimes I'll take the key and then on their way out I'll just pass it to them that's on their way wonderful. out.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's, I think that's brilliant. <laughs> I just, I think that's brilliant. Wedding planning can be a challenge for a lot of people. Do you have advice on how to stay organized?
0: Yes. Um. I mean, of course, it's important to kind of like you should all use the MadCo method. I wrote it for you. So, <laughs> you should use the MadCo method and then of course you want to track all of your vendors and all of the payments and it's really important for wedding vendors. It's um it's a lot of them take different forms of payment and they may require two or three or four payments. So, rather than just having like a budget spreadsheet that's the vendor and the cost, always include the estimated cost, the actual, what forms of payment that they take, and the dates of the payment, Mm -hmm. so that you're not flipping through these 30-page contracts and thinking, like, oh, I think I was supposed to pay my photographer again sometime this month. So it's kind of like a long document, but those are just some things you want to
1: track wonderful. Wonderful. You work with so many A-listers and national brands. Can you talk about a few events that you just loved, super loved oh my producing? Gosh.
0: It's so like hard to pick your favorite events, yeah. but I have like some memorable experiences. Um, I did this party for Victoria Beckham and I just love her you know I just thought she was like the most chic and so she walks into like this garden party and and I really took some liberties here with the design okay I I she wanted like candlelight and, and of course, she's like so chic and, and I built this like beautiful ceiling structure over this garden party with these like Ugh. suspended candles. And I was like a bit nervous, you know, oh. I've never done anything and had someone say, oh no, why did you do this? So I don't know, but it's still 1% of me is still could this be the time? Could this be the first time it happens? And I would not want it to happen here. And then I said, "Um, do you like it? When she walked in and she said, well, what's not to like? And I just thought it was just the best. It was like exactly what. I didn't know that's what I wanted to hear, but I was like, you're right. <laughs> you know? I, love so, I love that. And then, you know, it was really fun. I did a party for the Instagram head office Ooh. and it was um, like two or three days before they changed the logo. So this was right from when we had that original like brown oh. and beige logo. And then it went to like the colorful one yeah. that's like pink and purple and orange. And they had like, they sent me this and they're like I don't know if this changes your design I'm like obviously this changes my design what do you mean and so we quickly pivoted and oh my gosh we built these gigantic paper planes that looked like the dm icon and we suspended them in all the beautiful new colors and before she was the Meghan Markle we know now, Meghan Markle was a guest at it. I sat next to her. So it was also like really memorable. It was very stressful at the time. But then, you know, to kind of think about since it went well, maybe if it had gone not so well, it wouldn't be such a nice memory. But now I just think about like, how perfect is that, that like all of a sudden we like introduce DMs and like these colors and, and, you know, we did this kind of beautiful event that embodied that. so
1: cute. That is so fun. Yeah. And a great idea. Yes. And how nerve wracking that three days, two to three days before a party, they go, by the way, we've completely changed We've our changed logo. and of course I didn't know
0: early. I had to find out with everyone else. Oh so my- they were like nervous telling me too. They're like, she's going to be so... And I was like i can't even finish this conversation i have to go work yeah i have to go make changes and we did these cute little escort cards this is a cute idea and we made these tiny little paper planes and wrote the guest's name on them so like you know they look like the little dm but that's actually like a really easy and inexpensive but like adorable little escort escort card to make is like a little kind of colored paper plane. I love that.
1: Paper airplane. That's really, 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 really cute.
0: Yeah, it was cute. I'm going to send you photos.
1: Yes. (laughs) What is your type of dream client? I'm sure it's where they say I have no budget.
0: (laughs) I mean, we have this joke um, at the office and it's like the words no and budget are like the best when they're together. Like we have no budget. And the words no and budget separately are the worst. Yeah. We're like, oh, we don't want to hear no's or about the budget. So that is like a joke. But really, I love clients who are like willing to take risks and try something new and I know that it's scary for people like sometimes I'm like you know traditionally an event planner would like sometimes show you a sample and you'd see a preview but for us we're so often creating things that like we're making it it doesn't exist for me to go and pick it up and show you you know and a lot of times I'm like ah, you're just like going to have to trust me. I'm going to build it on site. And they always have thus far. And, um, you know, they always love it. Like I did this wedding ceremony for, um, someone really special and it was in their property and they have this forest behind their property. And I thought, you know, this need the, this needs to feel like a fairy is getting married. You know, oh. it can't be like in this forest. And then I have like a, structured, all white, you know. So I built this dome of wisteria that I hand- painted okay with shades of soft lavender and they really got married in this dome (gasps) of like lavender and blush pink wisteria and then we had no walls so that you could just see the forest and and people still talk about this you know to this day and like that was something that I was like you're gonna have to trust me it's gonna kind of curve and 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 she's like the best this client and we're still friends and she's like okay I trust you and it's like literally the night of the wedding she's like you cannot tear this down we need to have breakfast here tomorrow <gasps> oh that so just we moved, gave me chills again i know we moved all of the t- the chairs and chairs out and like the ceremony chairs and we did their like breakfast in this <gasps> and i was like i don't want to tear it down either it took a week to yeah, build yeah, so yeah. i too want to leave it up and then we kind of did this little ser- this uh, oh, little brunch the next day that's
1: beautiful yeah it's
0: the best when you don't have yeah. to tear down right away yeah, yeah yes
1: i will tell you i am the type that i i like to say oh you're the professional. You just do it. Yes, I don't have to. I don't have to know every detail. Just you, just do it. I trust you. It's. And so... I, I like doing that because I don't want to worry or you know like have to know every little detail. It's like nope. You're the professional. You just go for it.
0: And like I, I, we kind of started the interview saying like. this is you only have to it's just like a five hour party Yeah, you know so how fun to be like I'm going to be a guest at this party what is this oh my god you know I just did this with a corporate client and we built this like mix and mingle bar for their holiday party and we had all these drinks in like ornaments and and you would we had like different alcohols and different mixes Uh and you would kind of like mix and mingle you know and we had like it was just so fun like so unexpected to be Uh like oh I'll have the tequila but with the pomegranate you know or whatever and it was like this gorgeous installation and literally they had we had martini glasses and they were like mixing up cocktails (laughs) like coming out of ornaments and little like vintage Christmas lights and stuff we like unscrewed the top and it's like I didn't tell them I was doing it, but they're so down to be like, oh, how surprise cute. me,
1: you oh, know? Oh, how cute. Yeah. Uh, just a quick little story that I'm going to tell you because it just reminded me of it. Philip yeah. and I just purchased a home in Dallas. So I've been planning it and we've started construction on redoing some things on the inside. It's a brand new home, but yes. there are some changes I wanted to make on it. But when we first bought it, you walk in the front door, and of course, always to the right the, is this formal dining room. And there was just something about it. I just thought, "Oh wow!" I, you know, there's something about this room right here. I just, I love it. It's the windows, and it's just beautiful. I don't know. I, I just want everyone to walk in the front door and just say, "There's a party going on in there." And so, walked into the room, and I, just, I just love this room. I don't know. And in the very first part of the room, when you first walk in, there was a door, a closet. They had a closet oh in my there. Gosh. I thought. Who puts a closet in a formal dining room? I right. just thought, I don't like this closet door here. So I have taken the door off yes. and uh, finished out the entrance to it so it doesn't look like a closet. And it's not real big. And I have found some amazing artists. So the inside of it has this design of crystals, pinks and silvers and in, in clear crystal yes. on the wall that that have a design. And quite honestly, you wouldn't know this unless I told you, but... It looks like the agave plant, wow! Because tequila is made from agave, but right. you would not know it to look at it. It's so beautiful. But I've turned it into a tequila cl- bar. A I tequila could sense that coming. <laughs> <I could laughs> it sense is that coming. so beautiful. I love. It's going to a be a surprise.
0: I love a surprise. Yeah.
1: So the whole dining room is in pinks, and silvers, in black. I love that. And it is so beautiful. And then this one closet. Is a tequila tasty bar?
0: I love that, and it's like nice to do little surprises, even like on a small scale. You know, like take the escort card. Guests get to their event; they think they're gonna get a white folded escort card because that's what they always get. But it's like a little paper Paper plane, plane, or like I did this couple's wedding, and it was on a boat, and it we had like little compasses (gasps) that told you where to sit, or you know, so you can do even really small things. And they give the client that kind, or your guest that like little surprise that they want to feel, and it's just always fun. Like in any, yeah, in any, in any part of your
1: life. Oh my gosh, in the events world, I'm sure you have to expect anything to happen. You talked about the Instagram story, but was there ever a time when something actually went horribly wrong? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, (gasps) all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. This is like oh my god i mean we've had events where we're setting up some like gigantic install with a tent and a floor and air conditioning and bathrooms and kitchens and there will be lightning like oh. you know and you can't work in those conditions and then you we've had to like change the design and like okay we oh. instead of seven days we only have three days oh, no. so what are we gonna do and we'll like change the entire design we've had um especially lately because of the you know situation that we're all in guest list change we've had a chef be unavailable because they got sick so like it's just been the last two years of like pivoting and changing things you know we've had Issues with getting deliveries. Oh
1: no. So we've
0: ordered like materials to do a ceiling and so and when we order stuff, it's a lot. Like yeah. my accountant is just always like rolling her eyes. She's like, Why did you need 250 pairs of Doc Martens? I'm like, yeah. Well, we painted them gold and they were for the wait staff because it oh. was like a disco party. And she's oh. like, You oh. are so weird. You know? Oh, so no. like, you know and then you didn't get them. <laughs> Right. And then you don't get them. So then we like ran around the city. We bought Converse for all of them, like sneakers. We painted them gold, you know. So it's like we're always, lately, it feels like we're always pivoting. And then, of course, three days after the event, you get a knock on your door and you have four pallets of Doc Martens that you don't need.
1: Oh, my god! So,
0: yeah. So you store them and save them? No.
1: Or you send them back? These
0: we said get these out yeah yeah, <laughs> we, yeah sometimes we store and save them but this was a specific ask yes this was an all gold disco party that we were oh. doing for an anniversary and we did not have a need to save them let me tell
1: oh, you how, how scary though but totally i can totally understand it's like yes. you just have to you and you just have to like you said pivot
0: and think about we had all the waiters sizes, but the waiters are changing because yes. people are getting sick. Yes. And so we are like it felt we were like stylists that day. Yes. You know, we were restyling people. We were like oh. painting. My whole team is like, I am adding stylist, painter, painter. like everything Designed. to my resume yep. after oh this year.
1: Gosh. <laughs> Who are some of your design icons? And I'm talking interior designers, yeah. celebrity fashion designers, etc. Who inspires you?
0: Man, I I love Kelly Worsler, you oh. know, of course. Like so iconic. Yes. I love India Madavi. I, I love, oh, oh my God, her yes. palettes, her eye. Um And fashion, I mean, I could just be here all day talking about fashion. It's just everyone. (laughs) Brilliant. Yes, yes, yes. yes, Yeah.
1: yeah. So now one of my favorite parts of decor is are the florals. So yes. as you can see around my office right now, please tell us about your gorgeous bloom boxes.
0: Yes. So we do have a gifting program and we get mostly busy around Valentine's Day and Mother's Day because that's kind of when we come up with new products. And we sell these like gorgeous bloom boxes that I designed like Ugh. over 10 years ago um, because we were gifting our clients after we work with them to say like, you know, it was so great to work with you. And I, you know, design all the florals for our events. And it felt like I should design something for this. And, you know, I I am uh, annoyed, even though it's so nice to receive flowers. It's like a little bit annoying. I feel bad saying this. When you get them and you like there's no vase and then someone yeah. gives them to you and you're like looking through your cupboards and, and you're trying to like host and you're yeah. like, oh, God, this doesn't yeah. fit. And then it never looks as good. So I was like, I want to design something like in a box with a handle that like when you give it to people, it's already there. So I designed them and I gifted them to our clients. And then I gifted them to one of our clients who's like a big department store. And then they were like, we really want to use them as our invitations. (sighs) So we need like 250 of them. So then we just like started making them all the time, they're so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. They are they're genius. so pretty. They're yes. so pretty. I love them. And then you can kind of like take all the flowers out and reuse yeah. them. I had um, someone sent me a photo of her putting all of her
1: makeup brushes <gasps>
0: in them. Oh, or some people who really like are, yeah. are DIY florists. They'll like fill it with different flowers yes. all the time. Yeah.
1: Yes, that is a brilliant idea.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm. I will. Uh, we have a a new arrangement that we designed recently for <gasps> Kim Kardashian on her birthday. It's like the gorgeous arrangement. And, and I don't know if you've seen this, um, maybe I've posted a photo, but we yes. took these big white full blown roses and we dusted the trim of yes. them yes. in a silver, like metallic fairy dust <gasps> yes. and then f- like folded those petals. It looks so special. There's it, like a I, We did. We pulled
1: it up and saw it online. Yeah. We were all just so, dying.
0: I feel that that arrangement's going to be very popular very. for
1: Valentine's Day. It, it it was so gorgeous. Like It's so gorgeous.
0: I just made I want such it. a
1: difference. Like, <laughs> what? It's beautiful.
0: It's nice to see, again, a little surprise yes. that you haven't seen. Yes. You know, and it's like subtle, but it's so pretty. And then when the fresh florals, you know, inevitably die, there's a lot of dried elements in that arrangement that you can keep. Yes. And you can make a whole different arrangement oh. out of oh. them, which I love.
1: You know what I love was when I get flowers mm-hmm. and they just start to die. I like to just take the whole thing and just take it apart. And yes. you know, I scatter it on my, the island in my kitchen There is no
0: bad way to enjoy a flower. Yes, Yes, they always look good.
1: I scatter them on the counter in the kitchen. I scatter them on the patio tables. It's the best. So until they completely die, because outside they look like when they're completely dead, then they look like dried flowers. Right. (laughs) I just think flowers are always beautiful.
0: They're always beautiful. I love them in a pool. I love them in a bath. (laughs) I do too. I just love them. Even like one single flower, you know, in a bathroom in a little bud vase. It's just perfect. Yes.
1: Yes. One time uh, on Mother's Day, our youngest son was on tour and he sent me like 10 to 15 bouquets of flowers because he missed mother's day i have the most precious sons (laughs) and husband and so i had all of these arrangements of flowers from him and as they started to wilt and die i took them and like i said i pulled off the blooms and took them all the petals apart and i was actually having a dinner party like the next weekend And so I took all of them and covered the patio table just outside from the dining room and just covered it and put all these votives in it. And it just made them—they didn't look like dead flowers because it was just all the the petals of the flowers and had all these votives. And we could sit at the dining room table and see that. And then I took the other half of all of them— And I covered my front porch and steps with them and then just opened up a little path for everybody to walk into the house. And so so I got to use those flowers. Yeah, for days. For days days and days. Yes. Yes, it went into like 10 days. We
0: did Jada Pinkett Smith's 50th birthday, (gasps) okay? And it was filmed on her show, Red Table Talk. So, you know, everything was red and it was a surprise for her. So- I'm like looking at this table and she's so petite. Yes. And I was like, if I put any flowers on this table, I like, feel like we're not going to be able to see her. Yes, you know, I'm true. short too. I, and, and so I was like, oh, I hate that. And then very last minute, we, I mean, we built this beautiful set for her. And like, you know, we had, I don't even, like I think 20,000 red roses. Okay. Oh, wow. And we last minute had these extra red roses and, and, and we made this, Pool under the table, so nothing on the table. Under the table, in like a deep red and a fuchsia petal, mm. and it was like you know they were just sitting in like this pool of roses. And then, so serendipitous, she walks in and she's wearing like red and hot pink, like such <gasps> a strange, wow, not strange, gorgeous combination. Yes. I love it. But I remember asking before, I'm like, would it be okay if we did red and hot pink? I know, I know That's the colors are red, crazy. and they said, okay, sure, whatever you think. And then it you know, she like comes in in this and I was like, it looked like we planned this but she was like so shocked. But again, like so simple, you do not need a florist. It's right. like that unexpected element, like instead of having that centerpiece or whatever for her, yeah. we did this like gorgeous tree of red roses and then had them just sitting in this pool oh. of red and hot pink roses. And like you said, that yeah. entrance, yeah. you know, with the little candles yeah. in it, it's like, yeah. that's all you need It's all sometimes. You need.
1: Oh, it's so beautiful. That sounds so beautiful. 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 So tell us, do you have anything exciting coming up?
0: Oh my gosh, we have so many weddings coming up. And do you know that 2022 is the year that is expected to have the most weddings that we've ever had since 1984? Really? Yes. We have never had the volume of weddings oh. as we're going to have. And of course, that's because all these people postpone their weddings. Yes. And, you know, so we have weddings all over the world in Italy, in France, <gasps> in the Cayman Islands, in Dallas in New York and everywhere. So it's like it's just this year is going to be the year of weddings. And we haven't had weddings these last two years, really, like a couple little ones, but no big ones. And I'm telling you, like the 20s, the
1: 22s is
0: the year for the big extravagant. You made me put this wedding off for two years so now I am really about to celebrate. That is just like the mood of the year. Let's just call 2022 the year of love. Yes, absolutely and celebrating. Oh, how wonderful. We're like we call it the revenge party. It's like you didn't let me have my wedding in 2020 or 2021 and I had to miss a birthday and I had to and now everyone's like, oh no, we are going all out. No more subtleties.
1: I happening. You're going to be so busy. But it's congratulations. Be a busy year.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be busy because it's like it just felt so, you know, like I, I wasn't it. doing the thing I loved, you yes. know, because we couldn't we were doing smaller parties, but yeah. there is like nothing like walking in to like that five minutes before guests come in and everything is in place and all of the candles are lit and (sighs) like you really look around you're like this took a year yeah but I am like transported you know and that's how you want to feel
1: oh I just I'm so excited for you and for the brides and the grooms out there it's
0: so exciting they have
1: all of this to look forward to yeah
0: it's gonna be a great year
1: So we have come to the point in the podcast where it's time to play our game of the day. Do you like playing games? I love a game. So we have created a game that focuses on our topic of the day. Uh And this game is called WTF. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So if you're going to throw a big party, there's one thing you must know. It almost never goes 100% like you planned. True. So I'm going to read off some party planning challenges and nightmares. Oh, my God. And we're both going to say how we would handle it. Okay. Okay. So number one, more people arrive than you had planned. That's a nightmare. It is a nightmare, isn't it? I hate when that happens. When the amount of people that you invited and you planned on, bring guests with them. Why do they do that? Why do they do that? Oh. And they didn't tell you. It's okay if you want to bring someone, but tell me. Okay, so how would you handle it? You can go first. How would you handle it? Okay. If more people arrive than you had planned. And so let's let's set up the scenario. Let's say it's a dinner party. Yep. That's and the worst. People, that's
0: the worst. <laughs> how would you handle it? Okay. It depends obviously on how many more people. True. If it's 10 more people and I can squeeze an extra person at every table, then that is what I'll do. And that's all I've had to deal with. Thus far, I can't even imagine. I've had like 50 people extra arrive, but it's always been at a cocktail party, which is never an issue. True. So a dinner party, it's like... You want to be, and we always get extra of everything. Uh-huh. So you you want to rejig the centerpiece and squeeze people in, whatever. I might even like, would you serve people at the bar? I
1: don't know. It depends. Well, I might have to. You're right. I was just thinking, as you said that, I was thinking, okay, if it's a cocktail party, I would delay serving a little while and call out for extra food. Yeah. Uh, but... But I know but you. You would I'm have thinking, extra food already. I'm thinking. I'm like you. <laughs> Philip has always asked me, "Did y'all grow up and starve?" <laughs> because I always, always have so much extra food. Right. You know, we did. We grew up very poor, but my mother made everything from scratch. She was a phenomenal cook. Right. But um, I always have way too much food. He's like, "Are we expecting?" guest or what? Who's
0: coming? Yeah, who's coming?
1: When are they coming? So I think I wouldn't have a problem because I always have way too much food. Right. But let's just say, okay, it's a sit-down dinner and probably, let's just say, 10 extra people arrived. I would turn it into a buffet.
0: Yes. And everybody
1: finds a place to sit.
0: Yes. You know what I thought of as you were saying that? I always have a table set for Madco team. And because we need to be in the room, I want to hear what this music True. sounds like, I want to see if my client needs everything, I want to see if the lighting needs to be changed, I would give up our table. <gasps> that's and then, a smart idea yeah, to we do. we would just hang in the lounge.
1: Yeah, that's a smart idea to do to, to uh, yes, have Yes, give up the, the wedding
0: planner's table or the event planner's table.
1: Okay, so yes. now the next one. The sound speakers suddenly stopped working.
0: Oh, I've had this happen to me. Oh, really? In the rain. Yeah, we oh, literally oh, yeah. went out and purchased... A new sound system. Um, yeah. We're really lucky in LA because you can literally just yes. drive and, and like 15 minutes and purchase like a professional, so you true. know, speaker system. So I have had to do that.
1: Okay, so let's say I can't go purchase sound speakers and we suddenly, they suddenly stop working. I think I'm going to get creative and call your son. I would call my son and ask for a performance. (laughs) Yes. Or I'm going to turn on all the TVs in the house to the same music channel. Yes. That's so good. That's a good one.
0: That's really good. (laughs) I would call your son.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay, Number three, people are lingering and you just want to wrap up and go to bed. Close the bar. Quit serving the, yes. Quit Quit serving serving drinks.
0: Turn off the music. Party's over.
1: That's true. I'm not one of those to dim the lights or turn the lights out, but I would quit serving wine or or the drinks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. And glare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Okay. Number four. Making a large event feel personal and intimate. Yeah. Well, that's easy to do. You just light the candles. Yeah. And soft music. Yeah. Or at the end of it. But that, I think that's personal and intimate when you, you have know, candles.
0: You know, what is really nice that you can do is make every menu, do a printed menu. And if there's options, actually personalize the menu and say, oh, Robin, she's having the steak and I know that she's sensitive to tomatoes or, you know, whatever it is. And you actually personalize it and they're like, she knows me. (gasps) That's beautiful. Yeah, that's very intimate. It's like they each got their own menu. I love
1: doing that. I think it would be fun too. If you found out everyone's birthday or their anniversary, if it's couples or what, and just say, I know it's not your anniversary, but on August 14th, I'll be thinking of you. Yeah. I love that. If it's an anniversary party or a birthday party. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. The last one. Guests arrive before the party is ready. I hate when they do that. I hate when they do that. We are working. Yeah. We are
0: never done early. You know, what Never I, in my life have I been done early. I,
1: I mean, you shouldn't arrive early. You no. just shouldn't arrive early. But I've had people do that almost every time. And I always say, you know what? You're really, really early. So I'm going to have to put you to work.
0: That's good. And I'm going to borrow that. Um, I will always have them cocktail in like a separate area, not a full cocktail and not a full bar, mm-hmm. but maybe they can have
1: a drink and I put them yeah. in another area. I've done that as well. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, I, but I can fix your drink and you can sit outside on the patio exactly. if you'd like. Yeah. Or I can put you to work and get you to do this or that in the kitchen or yes. whatever.
0: Yeah. It is a- improper
1: etiquette to it, arrive early. really Yes. Is. So
0: people should keep that in mind. It really is. Mm-hmm.
1: It really is because I wait until the last minute to run upstairs and get dressed and
0: you know, whatever. Of course, like I'm zhejiang, like yes. moving Checking a candle everything. here and there che- until like a minute after. Yes, troubleshooting I need in every room. Every last minute. Yeah. I squeeze every yes. last minute. I do not come early. Yeah, don't
1: come early. Yeah, no. Don't come early. <laughs> okay. So sadly, unfortunately, that brings us to the end of our time together. I'm, I'm so, so sad. sad. <laughs> <laughs> Before we wrap up, though, I need to ask you one final question. Yes. This podcast is all about sharing life-changing secrets. So yes. do you have one major secret you've learned that you would like to share with the listeners? Okay. I have a mini secret.
0: Ooh, and, and that's that if you go on the MelissaAndre.com website and you want to purchase the any of the digital downloads, but there is a tips and tricks... And you put the promo code secret Ooh. in, you will get. I think the best, the best possible promo code that's floating around is secret. I love so. That. If you need wedding planning tips, event planning oh. tips, budget anything, we made that for your listeners
1: special. Oh, yes, I love that because that was my next question. How do our listeners <laughs> find you? online. So tell them where to go.
0: Yes, I'm at um, MelissaAndre.com or any social media. I'm at andre. Okay. You yes. heard that.
1: I love that. You made that special for the listeners. Yes. <gasps> and
0: also, I think it's important that everyone knows that when you're hosting a party, probably only you notice if something is going wrong. I know you hear that all the time. But you know, keep that in
1: mind. But I have so many
0: tips on there. That's
1: so true. You know, sometimes you think, oh my gosh, that wasn't supposed to look like that. And you're the only one that really knows you're that.
0: You're the only one that notices. Like sometimes even on, like I'll do a TV thing, like how to set your table, like, like you're at an Oscars party. And then yes. I'm not even listening to it because I see that when you do something on TV, they typically, you know, set, set it off side. Yes. And then like, you know, some strong people just bring it on stage left and of yes. course like there's glassware and that you know when you're just expected to be on and I'm I'm looking at the crooked spoon yes thinking well now no one's going to listen to me they're yeah. thinking why is this professional not seeing that there's a crooked spoon and like never has anyone brought anything up so it's important everyone is just really having fun and always like think about your guests. Yeah. You know, think about how long they're going to be listening to a speech, you know, how long they're going to be waiting in between times. Mm-hmm. And this is another good tip. It's in the document, but I'm going to I'm going to say now so many secrets to plan it, to party planning. But when you're booking a venue for your birthday, a private room, a restaurant for your wedding, anything before you sign your contract. I feel Uh like venues are all going to be mad at me before you sign your contract. Always try to negotiate the time that you're allowed in the room. This is good for people like us who love decor. Yes. So often it'll say you can come in three hours before and that is just not enough. <laughs> you know, yes. you don't know what the design is yet. So a lot of people just sign it and then they're like, oh, I need, you know, the florist is asking if they can come in or my, my part, my planner is asking. And then you get billed if you ask for extra time. But if you ask at the beginning, they'll always give it to you. Not always, great. but usually if you're like, Ooh, three is a bit late. Could I come in
1: at one great and tip. your planners will thank you it's it's a good tip yes, because you have a lot you need to set up and, and get ready and have it perfect before anyone arrives
0: right <gasps> right that's a great tip i just
1: always remember to
0: ask before you sign your contract because you know then everyone's in a good mood <laughs> so oh. you ask that change it in the contract then sign
1: that's fantastic. Yeah. So Secret Squad, as always, head on over to I've Got a Secret with Robin RobinMcGraw.com for blogs, recipes, and behind-the-scenes photos. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.